Hey mamas, you are listening to the Motherhood is Ghetto podcast. We all know motherhood can be a beautiful thing, but girl, it can also be ghetto. Join me as we discuss some of the best and worst parts of being a mom raising kids, all while trying to figure out this thing called life. This ghetto is a safe space, mamas. So welcome to the hood. Hey mamas, welcome back to another episode of Motherhood is Ghetto. My name is Joy and how y'all doing out there today? (laughs) If y'all doing all right, say amen, amen. Um, it is, for me right now, it is late. I won't say what day it is today because this episode might not go up until later, at a later time, at a different time, but just know where I'm at is late, late for me. Um, and yeah, I've had, I've been having a little bit of trouble sleeping lately and I'm trying to correct that for myself because I know for like lots of years like I can't even tell you how many years like my body has been programmed to shut down at 9 (laughs) p.m. like clockwork every day like it doesn't matter if it's on a weekend or what 9 p.m. is my cutoff point for my body that's when I start getting tired and all that But for some reason lately, like when nine o'clock hits, like I just haven't been feeling sleepy and I've been up late and but still being able to wake up at the time that my alarm goes off and not feeling sleepy. So I I mean, I have a couple ideas of what may be going on with me. Like that's like I'm trying to self-correct some things, but I don't think I like this. I don't like, (laughs) I really liked being tired and sleepy around 9 p.m. I don't really like staying up late. But here I am, I'm up late. So, and I thought, you know, might as well record a podcast because one, I needed to do it. And two, I had something, a pretty cool topic that I wanted to uh, discuss with y'all today. Um... But before I do that, let's catch up a little bit. How y'all been? How's the kids? How's everyone doing? <laughs> um, and one thing before before I get into how my week has been, I have been um, I have been kind of researching and and gathering and collecting information about public speaking. And I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not sure if I've ever shared this with you guys, but I I really want to be a motivational speaker someday, and um, that's one of the things that like I wanna I wanna work towards, you know, and eventually do at some point. So I've been kind of researching, you know, about motivational speaking and how to 
deliver your message, how to be impactful with your message and inspire people and all that good stuff. And one of the things that I am going to work on now with my podcast is I am going to try to limit the amount of times I say the word um. Um isn't even a word, okay? Amen? <laughs> um, but I, I just said it. <laughs> so I've been I've been listening back to my older podcast and I'm like I say um so many times and I don't know why I do that and the more I I research it and I research about motivational speaking or speaking in front of our audiences I'm finding that um I just did it again uh <laughs> It's so hard to break a habit, but I'm going to break it. Like, I really am going to break it, and I'm going to use this podcast in a way to break that habit. So, but from what I've been researching, when you're when you're talking to people or talking, like, in a public, you know, in front of a lot of people, that word, um, when people hear you say, um, over and over again it makes them have less confidence in you. And I was like, man, maybe all the times I've said I'm on this podcast makes people think that like, (laughs) that I'm not anyone worth listening to. Like, I know that that's like self-limiting talk, but I honestly, I really want to work on that because I do want to be an effective speaker someday. So mamas, I need y'all's help to clock me. So starting right now, not before when I was saying all the ums, but starting right now, count for me how many times I say um throughout this podcast, (laughs) because I really want to work on that. And I also want to try to limit the word like, because I do say like a lot too, but I mean, I'm a Cali girl, like I'm born and raised like Cali. So like is just a part of my vernacular. It's a part of my vocabulary. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to kick that. Um, That's number one. That's um, number one, number two. (laughs) But I am definitely going to try to limit the amount of times I say um. And instead of saying um, I'm going to use what they call pregnant pauses. Amen. So if you don't know what that is, look it up. But I'm going to try and do that instead of using that word, the word that I'm not going to say anymore on this podcast. So clock me, y'all. Let me know. So um, that's number three. (laughs) Moving forward. (laughs) Moving forward. This week, motherhood has been beating the shit out of me. <laughs> I'm sorry. That probably <laughs> that probably isn't the right thing to say. Motherhood is it's been kicking my ass like <laughs> it's been it's just been it's just been putting me through it this week. And and it's kind of had me like questioning like what like what am I doing right now? Like what am I really doing right now? Like but I know that I know I know me and I know who I am and I'm confident in who I am. So I know that there's just I mean, just like when people say life is lifing, like motherhood is motherhooding right now, for me at least. And 
also to, I'm just, it's just, a, it's just, I'm finding that I know my kids are growing up, but the, at the rate that they're changing, amen, it's, it's beyond what I thought, it's beyond what I thought could happen so fast. Like, I didn't think that it could happen as fast as it's happening now. And it's kind of scary. It's kind of scary for me because I'm just used to things being a certain way with them. And now it's not like that anymore. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa. Like, it's hard for me to keep up, I guess, what I'm trying to say. And it's like, gosh, they're, they're just changing so fast. The growing up part, they've been doing that fast. All that, they've been doing that fast. But that like, as far as their personalities and, you know, just to give you an example, like I, I, I've realized today that I need to pump my brakes as far as when it comes to, to, creating experiences for my kids. I'm always going to do my best to create experiences for them. But I'm finding that, you know, the more I try to, like, force an experience on them or, like, kind of just throw them into something, they don't want to do it. Or they don't appreciate the experience as much as I do because it's not something that they truly want to do. And right now, my kids are in a space where they really... They really don't want to do too much. They don't want to venture away from home, so far away from home. They want to just do, they want to do them and separate from me. And I'm just let y'all know right now, it's it's got me feeling a certain type of way. It's got me feeling a little bit emotional. Um, So... I've been kind of going back and forth in my head with that. And I just realized today I had took my daughter with me to a a taco festival here in the city. And it's not that she wasn't having a good time. It just felt like that just really wasn't what she wanted to do. And and she, she wasn't mean about it or anything like that. And she didn't do anything to make me see that but I could just tell because I know my daughter and I like I pick up on all my kids vibes like I always do so you know it just felt like it's like she was okay with you know hanging out with me but it was just something that she something else she'd rather be doing other than that and and I kind of felt that before we left but I was like all right about the tickets but I was prepared to go alone because I bought four tickets and my sons flat out told me, no, mom, we don't want to do that. I don't want no tacos. (laughs) Um, But my daughter, you know, she was like, yeah, I'll go with you. But it just, the whole time, it just seemed like, you know, it was just somewhere else she'd rather be. Like she, she was cool being there, but she wasn't engaged and she didn't, you know, she wasn't getting the full experience like how I thought she would. So it kind of made me think, it it made me think about two things. One, that my kids are definitely changing and they're trying to find themselves and their identities separate from me. 
which is fine. And I think that that's great for them. And also, too, it made me realize that I I also, even though I've already started, I, too, need to find my or continue to find my identity outside of being a mom. So during the times that I'm not being a mom, what is it? that I like to do? What what things do I like to do to occupy my time that's enjoyable, like just for me? So outside of being a mom, outside of working or working in my business, um, what things really you make my heart sing and make me happy? So... So that's been on my heart and on my mind lately. And and it also, too, it made me think. It made me think of a conversation I overheard one day at work. And, I'll, and that's pretty much what this episode is going to be about. Pretty much finding your identity slash independence as a woman and, you know, outside of being a mother. Because I will tell you... And and I say like I'm going to continue my pursuit to find, you know, what truly makes me happy, what makes my heart sing, all that good stuff. I'm really going to pursue that relentlessly, and I'm still in pursuit of that because after because my my life ever since I got even before I got married. My life has been about my man, and then once I had children, it was about my children. So my life has always been about my man and my children. And once, once the man part was was removed from the equation, you know, once once the the husband was gone, and there was nothing for me to do anymore as a wife. Like, I had taken care of everything, and there was just nothing left to do as a wife. I I didn't know what to do with myself. I didn't know what to do with the extra time on my hands, with the extra energy. I didn't know what to do with that stuff. So, it really made me, it really made me kind of sit and think, like, Joy, if you're not, if you're not a wife, or if you're not being a wife at this moment, and, you know, your kids are not here, they're at school or wherever they're at, and you don't really necessarily need to focus on being a mom right now, what, 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 do you, what would you like to do? What would you like to do, Joy? Like, I had to ask myself that, and I could not answer the question. Like, I would literally, there'd be days that I would just sit and do nothing. Like, really, like, stare at the walls type shit. Like, <laughs> because... I had no idea because I never did anything else outside of my man and my kids. I didn't have any friends. I didn't have any places I would go by myself. I all I had pretty much charged all my hobbies. Uh, I was talking to uh, my business mentor uh, this week, and I was sharing with her that my daughter had asked me, just randomly out of the blue, she said, Mom, what did you want to be when you grew up, when you were younger? Like, before, you know, while you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? And I was like, and I had to think for a minute, like, 
I did have a dream. Like I wanted to be a musician and I wanted to be in a band and travel the world because, and I was telling my mentor that, and I was telling her like I'm a musician first. Like that's, that's what, that was my thing. Like music was my thing. And I had, I, I'm, I was, what am I trying to say right now? (laughs) I'm a musician first and and I was explaining to my business mentor like the 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 um the song at the beginning of my podcast I made that song like that 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 little melody that beat that everything I made that like that's me like that's on me and she was like are you serious I was like yeah like I'm a musician like I'm a trained musician and that's what I wanted to be when I grew up. Like, I just wanted to be in somebody's band and I wanted to travel the world. And around that time when I was in college, that's when, like, Beyonce had, like, her her female band and she had, like, an all-female band. And I was with it. I was like, yeah, like, that's what I want to do. Like, I want to do that. Like, I don't even need to be in the front. Like, I don't want to be the headliner. Like, I want to be in somebody's band and I just want to travel the world and I want to get paid. And... <laughs> <laughs> and she she reminded me of that that I did have dreams or at least a dream and I did have something that I was good at and and I'm on the and I'm on the quest now to reconnect with that and and as far as like my music and stuff and also to finding other things that you know, just set my heart ablaze. And luckily this podcast like has been a godsend for me because I love doing this type of stuff. I love talking about things that I know best. And I, I know about being a mom because I am a mom and I can share my experiences and I can connect with other mothers and I can just be that beacon that lets you know like, hey, we're all going through it. Like I'm going through the same thing you're going through, but we're going to make it and we're going to be all right. And that, that brings me happiness and it brings me joy. So now for today's topic, like I said, we're going to be talking about finding your identity. So I was at work the other day and I was outside on my break or my lunch or something. I was reading a book and two coworkers, I don't know them. um, my nine to five, I work in a call center and the call center is pretty large. So I don't know everyone in the call center. Amen. Especially if they got hired on like recently, I don't know them. So there was two ladies that came out there and they sat down and (laughs) side note, one of my pet peeves, cause normally during my breaks and lunches, I'm reading a book or something like that. And I can't stand it when people come and sit next to me and they start talking. They're not talking to me. They're just talking and they're talking loud. And that's one of the reasons why I started reading my books with headphones because I have have something to drown out the noise. So I listen to rain sounds. But before I discovered the headphone thing, uh, that would just irk me that people just do that. It's like, go sit at the other table. Like, why are you sitting where I'm sitting when you see me trying to read a book? But anyway... So these two ladies come and they sit down and one of the ladies starts talking about her sister-in-law and she was saying how her sister-in-law, you know, was confiding in her saying that she was pretty much done with her, her brother. And, 
she was just feeling she so this this her sister-in-law is a stay-at-home mom and of course her husband which is the girl the co-worker's brother or whatever like that um <clears throat> she was she was confi- confiding in her that she was just feeling so unfulfilled and she loved being a mom and you know she wouldn't trade that for the world but she was feeling so unfulfilled and she just really wanted a job. Like that's all she wanted. She said, because I see other women. So she's explaining to the other girl about her sister-in-law. She's saying, my sister-in-law says that she sees all these other women and they're, they're doing what they love and they're making money and they just seem so powerful. And she said, I want to, I want to do that. But, you know, we can't afford childcare. We don't have anyone to watch the kids. So, um, hubby has to work and she's just feeling so unfulfilled because all she is, is a mother all day long. And then when her husband comes on home, she's wife and mother. And she never, she, she hasn't had the opportunity to do anything for herself or anything that would make her happy. But the one thing that she wants, she just wants a job. And and it's gotten so bad that she feels like she needs to separate or divorce from her husband in order to be able to get that. That's wild, right? When I'm and I'm hearing her talk about her sister-in-law and I'm like that's wild that that that's her that's the conclusion she's come up with and she didn't go into detail about well she may have gone into detail I may not have heard it because I I mean at that point I was eavesdropping like I stopped reading my book (laughs) I was pretending I was reading my book amen and I was listening to their conversation and it's wild to me that it got that far that she's that she's thinking now that the only way that she can be able to you know work and pursue her own version of happiness outside of being a wife and a mother is to divorce her husband. And I don't know if there's anything else going on in their relationship or that's triggering that or adding to it, but I just thought that was really wild. And it made me think of how important it is for us as mothers, wives, and women in general we have to have our own identity. We just have to. And then it also, too, it made me think about my own mom and how, like, I, I don't know. I don't know if my mom ever had any dreams or any aspirations. I only know her to be a mom and a wife. I don't know if my mom ever had any hobbies. I never saw her doing any hobbies or anything. All I did was see her go to work and be a mom to us. And that was, that's, that from, I mean, I don't ever remember her painting or doing anything else besides being a mom and working. And I'm sure she would say the same thing. You know, she wouldn't trade it for the world. But at the same time, like, were, were you truly happy? Like, were you truly at your happiest? And 
from what I overheard from the my coworker's conversation, she was just like, like I I, I love my kids, but like I need more, and 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 I could kind of relate to that because that's how I felt once there was nothing there was no more no more wifely duties to be done i was like wow i really have just been in a in the, like a mom wife mode all these years like 16 years of my life like i said i wouldn't trade them for nothing but 16 years i spent a hundred percent focused on my man and on my kids. And I never thought, I never thought, you know, what, what would really make me happy or what I could pursue and the identity that I could take hold of outside of being a wife and a mother that would truly make me happy. But at the same time, not take away from my family. I never thought about that. And then, but what's crazy to me is on the flip side, you know, my husband had dreams and he had goals and I put everything behind him as his wife. And I was like, yeah, like go for your dreams, go for your goals. Let me help you like all that stuff. But I didn't do that for me. And I don't really know why. I don't really have an answer even for myself as to why I didn't. I didn't have my own back when it came to my own dreams. And I don't know why I just kind of set it down to the side, what I truly love to do. I don't know why I did that. And hearing them talk and then my daughter asking me that question really made me think about that and how I kind of like I fumbled on the play a little bit on that. And it's not anyone's fault. It's definitely not anyone's fault. I don't fault my kids or my husband for that. It's just that, I, like, I kind of put it on me, and I'm like, wow, how could I have forgotten that I had dreams? And it's because I had taken on a completely different identity. Like, once I had gotten married and I started having kids, like, and 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 again. I'm not blaming my mom for it, but that's I I was emulating what I saw. And all I saw growing up was my mom, you know, being a wife and a mother. My mom worked, she came home, she cooked, she went to sleep. And in in that order, repeatedly for years and that's all I saw. So I thought that I was doing once I had had the man, I had the kids, it's like, okay, now my life has to be all about them and what they want and what they want to do. And I got to be the driving force behind all this and make sure I'm pushing them to where they want to be and where they want to go and all that stuff. And I just completely forgot about myself. So even now, like I was explaining in the beginning how my kids are kind of, they're ready like to just do things without me and they're okay. Like, not doing every single experience with me and they want to, they're imagining their own experience and their own version of happy. It kind of, it kind of, um, 
it kind of gave me a little a little gentle gut check. You know what I'm saying? Like it gave me a little gentle gut check. And it's like, remember, remember that yes, you are a mom and you love your kids, but you need your own identity as well. So and then going back to the the scenario with my daughter, the the taco fest thing was definitely something I wanted to do. I know my daughter loves tacos too, but maybe it was something that I could have did alone and still had a good time. I didn't really have to drag her with me, and especially when I kind of caught the vibe before we left that you know she probably really didn't want to go. I should have listened to that, but me being stubborn, it was like, no, I bought the tickets. I already let my boys tell me no, so I'm not going to let her tell me no and just kind of go on with it. I don't feel good about that because, and like I said, we didn't have a bad time. We even rode some rides and stuff like that, and we we ate, and, you know, it was cool. It just felt like it just wasn't what she wanted to do. And I don't want my kids to ever feel like that. I don't want them to give me, like, the pity. <laughs> give me, like, throw me a, a, a bone and, like, a like a pity type of thing where they're feeling bad and they just want to do it just so that way I won't feel bad. I don't ever want that at all. So, so and, the, and it just brought me back to that conversation I overheard. And it's like, I don't ever want to get to a point where, like, I've just completely lost myself. And I and I'm just living to be a mom, and everything I do is about being a mom. And and even though I love being a mom, that's not everything about me. And there, there's more to me than just being a mom. And I feel like I'm a damn good mom. Amen. <laughs> I just, but I also too I know that that's not my whole identity. And there are things that I like to do outside of being a mom. Like I'm I'm a whole different person when my kids aren't around. And and that's the part of me that I want to explore more and I want to enjoy being in the company with that girl. <laughs> that girl that's you know, when when her kids are not around, they're at school or they're visiting with family and stuff like that, and I really have time for myself, I want to spend time with that girl. I want to do the things that she likes to do. I want to go to places she likes to go, and I just want to be that girl. And then when my kids come home, then I'm back in mommy mode, and I'm doing what I know what I know how to do best. And I don't ever want it to get to a point where I'm just too overwhelmed and I throw my hands up and it's like, I cannot do this. I just, I want to be free (laughs) because I already know that there's, I only got so many years left with my children before they're old and not, well, not old, but older and they're adults and then they're moving out and stuff like that. So I do want to do things and make memories with them and stuff like that, but I definitely, I definitely can appreciate the fact that they're finding their own version of happy, and sometimes it's not with me. And with my daughter, she's at the age right now where, you know, she's in middle school, so she's cultivating relationships and friendships 
that may last her lifetime. And who am I to stand in the way of that? <laughs> even even this evening, after we left the Taco Fest, she wanted to go to her friend's house. So I took her to her friend's house. And when she got home, she was crying. And I'm asking her, I'm like, what's wrong? What did they do to you? Like, like let me know. Like, <laughs> we will get the chopper. Like, what, what's going on? <laughs> but, and she was just like, like, I didn't want to leave. Like, I, I was having so much fun and I didn't want to leave. She's like, it's not that I don't want to be here. It's just I didn't want to leave there. And it, it made her so emotional. And and it just made me realize that, you know, these are some these are some of the most important years of her life and of her development. And, you know, she really has a deep connection with her friends and that's and then it and then it clicked with me. That's where her mind was at when she was at the Taco Fest. <laughs> that's where her mind was at. She she really just wanted to be with her friends. And I ain't mad at that. I can't be mad at that. Because it's something that genuinely brings her happiness. And I don't ever want to stand in the way of that. And at first I had like a little like a little attitude about it. I was like, Ugh whatever, like, you know, all, you know, just being in my feelings about it. But when I seen that she was like super sad when she came home that she had to leave her friends and she was really enjoying herself. Like it made me just think like, dang, well, hmm, maybe I, you know, maybe I, I kind of clocked that wrong and, you know, maybe I should have just went on to Taco Fest by myself and not, you know, have put that on her and just let her do her thing and, you know, and enjoy herself because the Taco Fest took time away from her being with her friends so she couldn't stay with them as long and, you know, all that good stuff. So, and, and I'm just looking at my kids, like if they have the wherewithal to find their own identities outside of me and find the things that truly makes them happy and, develop the relationships and friendships that truly make them happy. Why can't I do the same thing? And I I should be able to do the same thing. And there's nothing wrong with me doing the same thing. So that's where I'm at with that. So truly stepping into my identity that's outside of being a mom 24-7. Because like I'm, I'm got, as long as I have kids, I'm going to be a mom for life. You know, so that's a given, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to have the opportunity to do things that I would like to do outside of being a mom for too much longer. So I really want to embrace that and I want to seize this moment and this opportunity to be able to tap into that identity and figure out what it truly is like and I, and I do want to get back into music. I want to teach myself how to play the flute. Amen. <laughs> uh because um um uh trained I, I know how to play a saxophone. That's the instrument I learned growing up. So I know how to play a saxophone. But I always wanted to play the flute. And when I when I came home one day from school and I told my parents I wanted to be in the band, I didn't even want to play a saxophone. I wanted to play the flute. But my dad thought it would be super cool that if I played the saxophone. 
And because he said that, I was like, okay, well, then I'll play saxophone. But I really wanted to learn how to play flute. <laughs> so I think I'm going to go buy me a flute and teach myself how to play it. And that's where I'm at as far as, like, my music. And, of course, you know, creating music for my podcast and stuff like that and being creative that way. And even my just music just was my thing. Like, even with even with my husband... He had his own little record label. He was doing songs and stuff like that. I produced one of his songs. Like I would help him in the studio and stuff like that because in college I took recording classes and stuff like that. So just if music is just that that's my base. Like that's that's something that really I was really good at and it was the only thing I was really good at when I was younger. And like I said, I don't know why at whatever point in my life I just kind of left it behind and I kind of put it down I don't know I don't know why I did that but I definitely want to rekindle that flame and also too like I said in the beginning I really want to pursue um motivational speaking and I want to get better with delivering my message and really being impactful to those that are listening to my message and finding my people, finding my tribe, and really connecting with them on that level. And that's that's where I'm at with it right now. So hopefully uh, that that lady that I overheard my coworkers talking about, I hope she finds her power and her passion and her identity without having to <laughs> bust up her family. Like I, I honestly pray that she does find what truly makes her happy so that way she can be feel fulfilled and also be a wife and a mother. I hope she finds that. Um, but yeah, I think we all need that. I think we all need that as, as mothers and providers. We need that separate identity. We need something that we can do that's just for us that doesn't until, you know, us having to depend on the kids for our happiness or our partners for our happiness. The happiness that is gen- that is generated when we have our own identity is true our true happiness, the happiness that we're searching for from within. And we don't need anyone else to be able to supply us that happiness. It comes from us, ourselves. We create it for our own. And that can look like a myriad of things. Whatever it is that truly makes you happy, that's that's what you should pursue when you're trying to figure out your identity outside of being a partner or being a mother even being a, a corporate worker, being a businesswoman, like all that's all the things. You just have to have that separate identity where it's just you and it's, it's you living out your happiness and what truly makes you happy and what makes your heart sing. And, and it's all on you. It's, it's no one else but you. And that's where I'm at right now. And that's what I'm I'm in pursuit of. And I feel like I'm almost there. But at the same time, I feel like I got some work to do. <laughs> so 
that that's my message for you guys and me encouraging you to find find that identity and then once you find it stand in it like every opportunity you have to bring that identity out and really let it shine like just do it do it and and my my other message to you is that you you are you of course you're a dope ass mom like you you get the shit done every day day in and day out but that's not all of you like that's not your whole your whole being and your whole identity there's more to you and you have so much more power and and potential than you can even imagine like whatever your wildest dreams are for yourself times it by 10, 20, 30. Like it's far beyond what you can imagine and just know that you have you have everything you need and you have the ability to create the life that you want, the identity that you want, the happiness that you want. Everything is within your reach and it's within your grasp and there's always a solution for any problem. So whatever obstacle you're facing, there's always a solution. So just ask yourself the questions, look within for the answers, and it's going to be all right. We all going to be all right. We all going to make it, and it's going to be all good. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and land the plane here. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Please do not forget to like and share the episode with anyone you think may find it helpful. And also, too, don't forget, if you haven't already, get your copy of the Motherhood is Ghetto Self-Care Journal for Mothers. Do yourself a favor. Holidays are coming up. Gift it to a mother that you know. Gift it for yourself. It is a great journal, especially if you're new beginner into journaling and you want to just have something to kind of put your thoughts on as far as, you know, motherhood and where you're at with motherhood. I even use my journal too for, I, I put my grocery lists and stuff on there. I, I use it for everything that has to do with motherhood and me taking care of my kids or me venting about my kids or all that good stuff. So it is a great resource and a great tool And thank you guys again so much for listening. Follow me on Instagram at motherhood underscores ghetto. And until next time, mamas. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. Don't forget to follow the podcast and share with anyone who you think may enjoy it. And follow me on Instagram at motherhood underscores ghetto. Also, feel free to DM me if you have any experiences, opinions, or views on motherhood you'd like me to share on the podcast. Until next time, mamas.